0: What an eventful week uh, that we had, especially Friday, huh? And uh, that was uh, a great moment uh, to uh, have that thing that we've been praying for as a church for 50 years uh, come to pass, huh? And yeah, at the same time, though, no, I was a little, I was a little anticlimactic. I don't know if that's the right word, but I, I maybe a little bittersweet on my mind and. Maybe it was just because, you know, the, the decision had been leaked weeks ago. Um, but I think more than that, uh, part of it, at least for my own personal uh, feeling, was that, uh, yes, it's, it's great, great moment. You have that uh, overturned. Uh, but at the same time, all the lives that have been lost, all the women whose lives have been Irrevocably changed, the wounds that uh, women, men, families suffer as a result of it. Uh, Just the corrosive nature that abortion has had on our morality. It's damaged all of us, created a, a coarsening of our belief system, I think. So, great day, great decision, uh, but there's a, there's a lot that still needs to be done, huh? I'm not finished by any stretch. Maybe that's part of it. You know, when I was, uh, when I was 10, uh, that was when the decision came out. I wrote V Wade and I just, what does this mean? This is crazy, how can we do this? Listening to my parents, because oftentimes kids, uh, young people get their their beliefs, uh, especially when they're young, uh, from their parents and what their parents say. And my parents were very upset by it, and, and, and I was lucky. Uh, I had great sisters here at St. Francis when I went to grade school here, and the, the Adrian's, the Adrian Dominicans, were marvelous, and um, and uh, Sister Margaret. Was of my teachers, and she she was very vocal about this is just an awful thing. I got to do something. So that was on my mind, and then we got a science project in her class, <clears throat> you know, like a science fair. And I so I decided to do it on like you know babies and like pictures of them in the womb. They had just come out with this new technology and you could see you know, cameras in, in the womb. You could see these babies at different stages of development. It's really amazing. Um, so I had pictures. And there was a lady in my neighborhood who had all this um, pro-life literature printed up for her stuff that she was doing politically. And, and uh, so I went over there and I said, like, can I have some of your literature? And well, she gave me this huge box of all this pro-life stuff. Uh, and so it was like 500 pamphlets, different things, not all the same. And I took them and I put them in front of my display. That was the science project. Well, after it was over, it took this way down. But I still got these pamphlets. So, like, what am I going to do with these pamphlets? And you know, I can. Only, I only had you know six brothers and sisters, so I couldn't really get rid of five hundred by giving them to my siblings. You know, and they they wouldn't know what to do with them anyway. So, but uh, so I went around. And, you know, I lived over on Fourteenth Street, and so I went. I canvassed uh, the whole area. I kept just doing boxes in the neighborhood, just going around and expanding my. My area until I had gone up to every door and said, Hey, I'm Danny Deutsch. Uh, I got something for you. And, and they're like, What are you doing? Uh, you know, you're like 10, you should be home playing or something, but you know, here you are. So I got rid of them all. That was my thing. It's always been my thing. And so on Friday when that happened, I was happy, but at the same time, a little sad because we've got a lot of work left to do. You know, they, they turn it back to the states, where it should have been in the first place, but a lot of states are going to restrict it, either partially or entirely, good, uh, but some won't, like ours. And because Illinois is in the center of the country, it's got the biggest Planned Parenthood facility in the country, there in Aurora, off Iola, by the jewel. And they built it there for a reason, you know, that's where all the high schools and community colleges, and the that's where the... It's a, it's a very low-income area. So they've been targeted, right? And... But people are going to be coming from all over the country now to do them here. So we're not done, are we? Huh? No. Got to do some stuff. But what do we do? I guess that's the question. You know, I had a friend who was on social media on Friday just uh, doing a victory lap, which I understand. I and mean, it's a good thing and a good day, but... Uh, is that going to help? I mean, this is really what I want to talk about today briefly. Uh, we live in such a divided country, and divided church. You know, when I was 10, everybody thought abortion was horrible in the church. Not so much anymore. It's 50 years, and uh, there's a lot of folks who are... Questioning what happened on Friday, maybe scared about what happened on Friday, or concerned about what happened on Friday. And I'm not here to allay those concerns so much as because I can't. But, you know, so we're one church, and so we have to talk about stuff like this. You know, we're not monolithic. We don't all think the same. We don't all vote for the same people. But we have to love each other. Remember what Jesus said that, you know, I I didn't give you a spirit of. Freedom, uh, so you can go and do what you want, that's license. I give you a spirit of freedom so you can go and love each other, and that means everybody. Irrespective of our political beliefs or moral beliefs, we've got to love people. We've got to help them. That's why I like that that Planned Parenthood on Iola. There's a water leaf that's been built right across the street. It's a crisis pregnancy place to help women in crisis. So the the only option they have isn't to uh, go to Planned Parenthood. There are other options. Isn't it funny, in a country as sophisticated and as technologically and economically advanced as our own, that the best we can come up with for a woman who doesn't know what to do with her baby is to offer her abortion? It's crazy. We can do better than that. We should. Spirit Spirit isn't to do what you want. It is to do what you want, which is to will the good of the other. Love people. And sometimes loving them means, I know this is hard, but we love you and we want to help you and we're going to walk with you during this difficult moment, during this difficult period of your life. That's why there's a Corbella in South Elgin, and the work that they do to help women and families uh, and couples faced with difficult choices. Who maybe have friends saying, terminate. Who maybe have family members saying, terminate. Maybe a parent saying, terminate. Maybe have teachers saying, terminate. In the face of that, we hear Jesus say to us, I have given you a spirit of freedom to do not what you want, but what you ought to do, which is to love. My neighbor is myself. Who is my neighbor? It's us, but it's also the unborn. It's also the poor, and it's also women who don't know what to do in a situation where they feel like they got no choices. That's why we have Project Rachel to help post-abortive women, who, having gone through it, now live with the devastation that it has caused them uh, psychologically and spiritually, who are so deeply wounded, not only because of what they felt they had no choice but to do, but also abandoned by the people that should, should have been there to help them make the right choice in the first, first place. That's us. friend doing his victory laps on social media. Why are you doing it? Knock it off. We're not done. And what you're doing isn't helping the dialogue one little bit. Yes, I'm happy about Friday, but I'm sad too, because we're not done. And we live in a deeply wounded and divided society and culture and country. And that doesn't make it easy for any of us to do what the Lord is telling us to do. It makes it harder No victory laughs, no crowing, but a realization that the work has just begun, especially in this state, and that it is enough to say, don't do that. It is everything to say, there's options. And I'm here to walk with you, and help you, and pay for you, and clothe you, and feed you, and guide you, and to support you, not just now, but even after you have the baby. And if for some reason, unfortunately, you chose the other way, we're still here to help you because you're going to need healing. And you're going to need somebody to help you pick up the pieces. That's our job. That's our job. So, I wasn't going to preach on that this weekend, but after 50 years of praying for this, it, it demands us... To, to say something. It demands us to take stock of where we're at now and where is the Lord calling us to go? Yeah. As people, we're called to love. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm happy about what happened on Friday, but I'm also sad about what's happened over the last 50 years, and I am sad about the, the, the women in our country and in the world who carry the wounds of what they were led to believe was their only option because we failed to love them the way they should have been loved. Yeah. So we're calling the Holy Spirit to guide us. And once having received that inspiration of the Holy Spirit to do what we ought that we obey. We we obey That inspiration of the Holy Spirit because that obedience is protection over our vocations, our families, our women, our children, and our country. So, this has been on my mind. And uh, uh, thanks for listening to me this morning. Because when I was 10, I had a job to do, and I did it. But I still have work to do. And so, brothers and sisters... Do you?